Hello, thank you for tuning in. You are listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. For network or show information, visit byteradio.me or call 843-808-0777. And now, the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Today, my special guest is Sergio Megania. Um, He is the author of The Toltec Secret, Dreaming Practices of the Ancient Mexicans. In his remarkable book, Sergio explores the history and wisdom of the ancient Toltec tradition, Closed to outsiders until now, this rich spiritual tradition is over 5,000 years old and was a touchstone for the Aztecs. Sergio is a practitioner and teacher of a spiritual lineage that began 5,000 years ago in Mesoamerica with the Chimichimimecas and was passed on to the Aztecs, the last great culture. This knowledge is still preserved today by the Nahu-speaking communities and is now experiencing a worldwide rebirth, transcending the borders of Mexico. In his main, excuse me, his main interest is for people to learn how to search for answers they need inside of them through the different dream states. He also opens the prospect to astrology, numerology, and energy systems of the Mexican tradition, which can be applied to reach our total well-being. For more information, you can visit his website, which is www.sergiomagana.com, and that's Sergio, S-E-R-G-I-O, and M-A-G-A-N-A.com. And again, today's guest is Sergio um, Magano, Magania, excuse me, there we go, Sergio Magania. Welcome, Sergio. Uh, Thank you, Robert. Thank you for the invitation. Such such a pleasure to to be with with you and your audience. And nice in Spanish, Magania. You said it right at the last one. (laughs) Magania. And, you know, and I practiced that. Uh, but anyway, that's you know that's just it. So I, I I said it once at the top, and then I called you Sergio after that. So I was pretty yeah, pretty that's, safe that's that. great. <laughs> okay, yeah. great. Well, anyway, I'm I'm really looking forward to to today's talk because um, I mean it, it's it's a wonderful um, topic, and and I just haven't talked much about it. Um, again, um, the name of your book is The Toltec Secret: Dreaming Practices of the Ancient Mexicans. Now. I want to start with, well, actually, you started in your book um, by noting that you published a book in 2011, um, first in Italian, and then it came up out the following year in English and Spanish, and it was titled 2012 through 2020, 2021, which we are at right now, The Dawn of the Sixth Sun. Um, and then you say that it was greeted with skepticism and disbelief because it identified dates and cycles different from widely discussed um, Mayan calendar topics. So since this is kind of you know, predates you know um, what we're talking about right now, and, and it's just interesting that you know the title of your book, you know, culminates in this year. Um, so can you tell us um, 
you know, when you said that was met with skepticism, you know, because it was different. Um, tell us about that. You know, what what are the different? What was different about what you were um, conveying? The information you were conveying from what was general talk. Yeah, in in that time, everyone was uh, kind of uh, in the spiritual world, kind of obsessed with the with the official. Uh, uh, published by many authors from Jose Arguelles and many others, uh, Majan, End of the Cycle of the World. That was the alignment of December 21st of 2012. So uh, some years before, uh, one of my uh, features, because I, I used to have a radio show, found me through the, uh, through the radio show uh, to actually spread the word of, of his lineage that came uh, of, of Toltec and Aztec uh, keepers of the tradition that uh, there was a lineage of more of 1,000 years to, to give me uh, certain different information. So actually uh, what he said is that the final part of the shift was going to be in, from 2012 to 2021. So it differed from uh, nine years to the common established, and uh, also not because the other one was, was wrong, but what he explained to me in that time is that um, there were like these meetings of the wise men of the different groups in, in Mexico before the conquest, in which they adjusted the calendar. So, and actually they, we have a, a, a very beautiful temple in a sacred site named Xochicalco, that shows like the meeting and they look really different. Some like Mayan, some like Olmecs, of the different groups that, that, that were in what was named Mesoamerica. And they were adjusting the calendar. So that probably what happened, because the, the Mayan flowering was much before than the Toltec and the Aztec one, is that they didn't adjust, adjust to the last date. And that's why it differs. But like everyone, it was uh, many people were skeptical but, uh, around the world. But uh, in Italy, it was a huge bestseller, so everyone went with that. But in other countries, it wasn't uh, uh, it wasn't a bad right. so, uh, but uh, it was sold, but not like like we expected. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, like I was working in dreams, I said it's so it's so weird because. I, I I saw clearly how that in a, in a dream how that uh, book was going to be a success, and then I understood because when everything happened accurate, they asked me to do a second version. That is the one that came out this year, and is the one that is is getting really really successful. The real perfect prophecies from 2012, 2021, and 2026. Wow! Now, from what I understand, the uh, the date, the December 21st, 2012, was the um, culmination of the, the, the kind of like the peak energy between the fifth sun and sixth sun. Um, is that correct? Is that? Yes. Uh, first of all, I think uh, we should explain the, what are suns. Some right. uh, are like uh, the long count 
that is a cycle and that I want to to say that it's a universal cycle because it was not it wasn't seen only by Mayans and Toltecs it was seen also by Egyptians and they named it procession of equinoxes uh, by the Western astrology and they split it into the twelve astrological signs and it's the base of the Pisces era Aquarius era uh, and it's the same number the Mayans split it in five and the Toltecs because they said that. The four was the main number in the in the universe, and that's why all the measures of time, for example, a day was split in, in four main moments, dawn, midday, sunset, midnight, uh, four phases of the moon, or two solstices and equinoxes in order to complete a cycle. So the long cycle was split in four, and that gave you 6,625-year 6, periods that are named suns, and between all of them there are... 29 years of transition that actually what is what started in 1991 and it's finishing in May 26 of next year uh, of this year sorry I'm still in 2020 <laughs> in my mind <laughs> no, this me year. too me too uh, <laughs> I know I do that all the time now but yeah it's crazy that it's this year so um what can and right now we're um as is in the title of the book subtitle um we're kind of we're moving into the sixth sun so what are the um now you see one first one of the things i think for people to remember is you know we're talking about over long periods of time so um you know so um that uh you know we recognize that in this particular lifetime um you know we um we're really not going to be we're going to be experiencing such a teeny tiny fraction you know of of this particular movement but but i think what um what we can take you know to value is what maybe what are some of the characteristics of the sixth sun um you know time period what are some of those so I, i'm thinking that you know these are the the characteristics that we would be witnessing yes of course Metaphorically, by the ancient Toltecs and Aztecs, the suns were representing uh, also like the measure of a day, so metaphorically. So, for example, some, some, uh, one sun could be like uh, 6,000 or 600 years, like representing from the dawn to midday, others from midday to sunset, others from sunset to midnight. And from there you get the main characteristics. The previous one, because it came from uh, a little bit before the sunset, uh, then the sunset and the start of the night, like it starts with light, uh, that was very important for the ancient Mexicans. The difference between uh, you being uh, in, in, in the day, in the daytime awake, or being uh, during the, the night sleeping, that would be like conscious or unconscious mind. And normally the perception of the, of the collective is following the cycles. So when we're awake, uh, uh, we have normally like the, our eyes opened. So we are seeing everything outside. If we don't have a mirror or something to reflect, we never see ourselves. So that gives uh, uh, characteristics. For example, to look for solutions in gods or religions that are outside of you like we have seen in the previous thousands of years. Also medicine, we're still seeing it because many people 
like the solution to the, pre- to the current situation of the world is just uh, hoping about a vaccine. That would be very, that I'm not saying it's not going to work. Eh? I'm just saying it's a characteristic of the fifth son, waiting for things outside of you to solve satisfaction also in having uh, things or in people loving you. Uh, and also, uh, they are very good for war because people conquer other races and that. But like this one enters in the, in the midnight. So in the ancient times, at least before electricity, we were supposed to be sleeping. So when we are sleeping, right. we have to close the eyes. And the perception goes inside. So there is not, not outside. And if there is not outside, first you must see your thoughts, your psyche, uh, where your mind is trapped in repetitive patterns, in things that you are addicted to suffering, in fear of change, uh, ancestral patterns that you are repeating, uh, heavy emotions. So it's, it, it's, it's a time to analyze your inner self and after that, to see all that responsibility that we had in the previous son, uh, that of a god or, or someone outside uh, solving all the, or deciding for us, has to come inside again. So the responsibility of creating our life, and in a very concrete way, because it says, it is said, that the main force, because we're entering in a sun of midnight, is the night. The night is considered to be a feminine force, but it's not exactly the night by itself. It would be the famous darkness of the Bible from which light comes, the blue from the Tibetans, that is an indigo blue. So uh, here in, in the Toltec tradition, it was named Ilipalnemowa, the great energy mother and father. And it was clearly accepted that it was outside of us, but also inside. Where inside? Like in the gap between our thoughts, where you can plan something new that is very related to meditation or to be able to stop your mind. In the first cycle of dreaming, that is delta, the deepest leap where our body repairs, but that we have a program of our ancestors, what is able to do our body and what not. If you're able to enter with consciousness there, to that darkness because it's dreams without dreams, then you, uh, you will be able to, to operate that program, making your body more resistant and healing yourself. And also, uh, it's very, in, in the Toltec tradition, it was said that we have like a, in, in, in the place of our dreams or unconscious, a place where there is like new soil to plant new things, to plant different dreams and to dream differently in order to live a different life. And those are like the characteristics of the, of the new sun, also a coming back of the feminine forces and to befriend them in order to not only to survive, to, to live it with grace. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, so th- this period then is this, is this is the midnight, the, kind of the beginning of that midnight phase is what we're the, the yes. sun. Okay, so yeah, yeah. now I, I love, yeah, I love the idea, you know, the 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 idea, the, the fact, you know, the the dreaming aspect of, you know, kind of of that phase, the being able to, you know, 
really kind of create. You know, when you're in that state, you can create anything. I mean, your dreams can be a reflection of anything that you really um, want, but actually they're a reflection of you. So, I mean, it's it's a one-way kind of, uh, of, you know, your dreams are basically showing you who you are, and, and um, but on the one side is that you know there is that ability to you know create in a positive way things you know planting seeds, but also um, I think um, in the book you talk about um, that um, humanity would be facing its underworlds. Um, you know, so is, is that also kind of a part? of the phase that, you know, that um, that subconscious stuff is, is from a humanity stand, standpoint, is coming to the surface? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, the 29 years of, of transition between the suns, uh, we are finishing them uh, now, and the first 20 years were for an external change. Everything outside was going to change, and there will uh, there would be certain glimpses of the change of consciousness. We saw it in the previous years, uh, and mainly after China invaded T- uh, Tibet and and Buddhism came to the Western mind, and there were glimpses of the New Age and yoga and things arriving. But the main change was technological in the first 20 years, from 1991, that we saw everything uh, speeding up from males and, every, and and all these kind of things. But then the last nine, uh, that uh, that's why I love that I, I wrote about this 11 years ago, so no one can say that I was making it up now because it's, it's already uh-huh. written. <laughs> See, that's the yeah, best no, part. You not know? everyone would uh-huh. say, how convenient, now he's using the pandemic. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You know. So, but um, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's, I guess it's that you know your time has come, or just like the time has come, you know, for for it to unfold. Yeah, and actually, it was the, the time of the prophecy. Eleven years ago, I didn't know if it was going to be uh, really fulfilled. The one of the one of the of the central towns of Mexico or if it was going to be something similar to what happened in 2012, that nothing really spectacular happened. It was already the, the consciousness popping out and, and that. But uh, the underworlds are considered to be, by very orthodox researchers, only the places that you go after dying. But that's not all. If dreams are so similar to, uh, to dying, so we go in dreams. And dreams create this reality, so we are very frequent flyers of the underworld in this reality, that they just represent repetitive destructive patterns, addiction to suffering, ancestral patterns that we are carrying. But what was really special about that prophecy, it was the eighth underworld that corresponded from March exactly because the, uh, the Aztec and Celtic calendar, they switch year the 12th of March, and actually, it was almost exact that we entered in the underworld of the complete darkness. And oh, what I wrote minute. before wait, wait, wait. was... Sorry. Sorry. One second. I have to stop. Yeah. Can you tell me again about that 12th of March? That's my birthday. <laughs> the 12th of March. And it comes up a lot. What, what, what's happening on the 12th of March? Uh, the year shifts. 
the Aztec calendar oh, is when, shit. for example, the 2020 in the Aztec calendar, that it was the name 2020, could be counted from the 12th of March of 2020 to the 12th of March of 2021. We're still in it, on it, according to that count. The year okay, is not, wow. uh, not, doesn't start the 1st of January. It shifts right. in March. Yeah. I and had actually, no idea. the okay, underworld. Well, sorry. <laughs> just, no, no, don't worry. No, no. Almost no one knows, but it gives such an exact date because it was where, when almost all the pandemic thing started in the world, not in China, but it spread in the rest of the world, and it describes like the underworld of complete darkness, in which if you are in complete darkness, you don't know the path, um, and and people will will, for, will be forced to stop or to keep walking, having many, many problems. And then when this happened, it was the way to stop us. And also what was, what was predicted was that all the imbalance that in the past thousands of years was created to the feminine forces uh, was going to start uh, showing uh, into uh, to the society uh, starting with the air that was going to give a uh, lack of abundance uh, infections and for some people aging and dying and when i saw what i wrote on my notes and i said exactly what i it didn't say a specific virus or nothing but it, in a metaphorical way it was uh, it was describing for what was happening in that year uh, for almost all the people and we're shifting right. in March of, the, of, of 2021 to the ninth underworld. Okay, so on March 12th, we're switching to the ninth underworld. What 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 is? Yes. Is is, is <clears throat> yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. So you said um, on on, on the, the 12th, we're switching to the ninth underworld. So, um, what is? Um, characteristic of that. Now, one of the things that I wanted to ask, and I don't know if it fits into here, but I want to ask it right now and see if it does, is that you you indicated in that transition time that we sh- um, should, should not be deceived by illusion um, or fall into the trap of fear um, and collective suffering. So you had mentioned suffering. So is that a part of the, the ninth underworld? I mean, is that part of what we're moving into or yeah. what we're experiencing? Actually, because the ninth underworld is described like the one of complete peace. That, that is oh. what the, the, main, the main characteristic, complete peace. But there are two ways to get into that peace. One is to solve all the previous underworlds. So to start using your dreams in order to create the reality that is one. Uh, uh, minimize your repetitive destructive patterns. First, address them. And in areas of your life that you are addicted to suffering, that you constantly create uh, problems to yourself, that some people is addicted in all the areas, health, uh, uh, financial issues, relationships, and some people only in certain ones and really to make any method because uh, that you know in order to to try to solve it or to minimize that. Also, something that is the fear of change. Because many yeah. of the things that we saw in the past nine years, it was people trying to get the, the countries in Greece, in Britain, in the U.S., to what, what they were. 
to 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 glorious times in the past, but they are not coming back. Uh, if, if they can be glorious times, but new ones, it doesn't mean that it's going to be a tragedy. But and and the laziness and the lack of discipline to change yourself, also to see what the ancestors left to us to to be solved. Because according to this tradition, what wasn't solved by your ancestors, then it it goes to the the one that has more capacity to solve it in the living ones. And the solution of that issue would be the solution of both. So now we are uh, solving uh, problems of 5,000 years ago, like uh, of of 6,000 years ago, like a terrible relationship with the earth. Because with the patriarchal uh, religions, everything was asked to God and to the heavens. And actually food doesn't come from the heavens. Doesn't come from okay. The sun collaborates with the plants, but uh, it's mostly given by by the earth. That's a first force because it's also the moon with your dreams that a lot of people don't uh, give importance to them. And right. if we see in all the languages of the world, it is said, "The girl of my dreams, yeah. the work of my dreams, <laughs> uh, my work nightmare," uh-huh. meaning that we dreamt uh, we dreamt it before. And then it happened. And modern psychology only accepts like that. You have to process what you have lived. And that's also true. If I'm a fisher and I keep fishing and fishing, eventually what I do when I am awake uh, will uh, be dreamt. Show up. But first, you dream to be the fisher. So it's to give that importance and to really... Uh, do very concrete things to awaken your dreams, to change your reality. And it's a personal solution. Uh, and that would be to get into the complete peace. And one of the elements that is in darkness of the previous underworld are our dreams for most of the people. So if you solve the entire, uh, the entire like puzzle, or at least minimize it, you will have an amazing time. Uh, probably the, like being trapped in lockdowns and with the, the things outside <laughs> it doesn't right. make like uh, the most auspicious time but you can create your right. personal destiny in these times like it's happening but the people that keep waiting from the outside uh, it's getting worse and worse uh, because many yeah. things politics yeah. and and uh, new strands of viruses and everything. So right. uh, that the peace will be forced. You will be locked down. You will be losing freedom and many things. And then that takes to a peace that is not is the one that uh, that we use in the language is also that rest in peace. That eventually will take you to die by by something or by sadness or whatever. So, but it's a personal decision. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, Sergio, I want to take um, a quick break, um, and I do want to invite listeners, if you want to call in and ask Sergio any questions, you can call in at 619-789-4359. And for those listening live in the chat room, if you have any questions, feel free uh, to type them in. Okay, everyone, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hello, this is Robert Sharp. I want to thank you for joining us and hope that you are enjoying today's show. Just a reminder that we have a wealth of information and resources available on our website, byteradio.me. There is a calendar of upcoming shows, 
along with an archive link that will give you access to more than 1,400 shows we have had over the past nine years. Also on the site is a link to the products and services we provide, books, photography, a wellness store, and self-publishing assistance. Our show is a free podcast on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. And you can subscribe for free on any of those platforms by using the links on our website homepage. We are on many social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc. And we also have buttons to those platforms at the top of our homepage. Our website, ByteRadio.me, has much for you to explore and enjoy. I also very much appreciate you supporting our guests, and especially today's guest. And now, back to the show. Okay, everyone, thank you for staying with us. Again, today, my special guest is Sergio Magana, and we are talking about his new book, The Toltec Secret, Dreaming Practices of the Ancient Mexicans. And again, you can find out more by visiting Sergio's website, which is sergiomagana.com, and that's S-E-R-G-I-O-M-A-G-A-N-A.com. And uh, you also know, for those of you who use Facebook, Sergio has a great uh, page on Facebook. Uh, just type in, Sergio, do the search, Sergio Magana, and uh, you'll see him there with a, uh, noted as an author. So with that, we're back, Sergio. Yes, we are here. Good, great, thank you. So, um, one of the things that I liked about your book is that you offer um, exercises um, that people can use to um, implement some of the um, Toltec secrets, <laughs> dreaming practices. One of them that stood out. I, I want to kind of highlight one, and one that stood out for me, since I I pay attention to a lot to dreaming, was the one, and it it just. It jumped out. It's called Sewing a Dream for the Sixth Sun. Um, so would you mind sharing with the listeners? Just obviously, I mean, this is a, a little bit of a detailed kind of exercise, but would you mind sharing with the listeners what that's about? Yes, of course. Um, and the complete body of knowledge of, of dreaming uh, has many different um, exercises that I described many, many in the in the book. Why dreaming? Because, like we said, it's it's a period of the night, so it's to recognize the power of dreams. And there is a practice that the ancient Mexicans, the Toltecs, Aztecs, Teotihuacans used to do before falling asleep. Uh, nowadays, science called that uh, time. Of course, in the ancient times, there was there weren't these definitions, like. Um, Hypnagogic. That is the the moment previous, like uh, to fall asleep. Uh, that probably you are normally people is in their bed and thinking about things or watching TV. Uh, and if, if you see the word like that science uses hypnagogic, you are through a hypnosis. So it's one of the best times of the day to have like a free therapy. Uh, done by yourself, uh-huh. and uh-huh. yeah, yeah, and and if you are seeing the news and tragedies and that, you are getting the hypnosis of that, that that 
probably certain issues that you are seeing will touch your life. So I strongly recommend that if you would like to see news or tragedies or something like that, do it before, not in the moment, just before sleeping. And this is an exercise, for example, that you do sitting in your bed where you are going uh, to, to, uh, to sleep. And uh, it's a set of five different types of breathing. Breathings. The first one is looking uh, uh, to go to your left profile. That is to destroy an issue. So, for example, uh, we can destroy the bad relationship with the earth uh, that could create uh, infections and lack of abundance. And it's just with intent. You don't have to imagine anything. You go to the left profile and you may be breathing from nine times or 13. 13 is the number of the sun that is the greatest destiny, nine of the unconsciousness. So it would be like my, my command is to destroy any, any problem with the earth that may uh, create infections and that. I go to the left profile and I just breathe with my nose and breathe out with the mouth nine, nine times. Then I will look to my right profile and that would be to destroy the, uh, the dreams that could have created a bad relationship with the earth that could have created infections and lack of abundance. And I also breathe like with my nose and breathe out with the mouth nine or 13 times. If you do nine, all the, all the cycles are in nine. If you do 13, everything is in 13. Then it, uh, the third uh, cycle uh, set of breathings is looking up like if you were looking to the heaven and to destroy or to transform any cosmic energy that could be creating those problems that creates infections or lack of abundance. That includes for the people that know astrology, retrogrades, the, the return of Saturn and many others. And it's just like looking up to breathe uh, with the nose and breathe out like with the mouth um, uh, nine times or 13. Then the fourth one will be to look to your, to your legs, to, look, to your lap, and just imagining that you have there uh, an, an, a mirror or a bowl of water in which you could reflect yourself. The purpose for the ancient ones, our reflection represents what we have lived in the earth. Every line in our face would be every wrinkle or line uh, represents what you have walked in the earth. So it would be to destroy or to disappear your reflection. So we breathe nine times. Everything is with the eyes closed. And then you uh, visualize that the reflection uh, of your face, how you remember yourself, disappears. And instead of that, uh, for exactly for this new sun, you can visualize that you transform yourself. That is in imagination. You're not transforming. But the brain doesn't identify what is real or not into a black panther. Right. The black panther represents the night. And if you see the eyes that are, uh, that should be two, the two eyes but without iris, that represents uh, the moon, like a full moon. So uh, it's, it's a matter of seeing your reflection imagining you uh, like you are reflecting like a black panther that represents the night and then um, uh, with the white eyes 
without an iris. Then you should look to the front without opening the eyes, and you will visualize that the reflection of that panther with white eyes is in your navel. And then you are going to breathe, make a crunch, an up, and then breathe out 12 times. And in the 13, uh, sorry, eight times, and in the ninth, you breathe in, and then when you breathe out, it's like visualizing the energy uh, going out from your navel in the shape of that black panther uh, with white eyes that represent the night and the moon. And then uh, it's just to imagine that that, in this moment, you can lie down if you are going to fall asleep, and then you will be just visualizing that black panther uh, with white eyes walking to your right while you say, uh, to your body, to your brain, take me to dream with the panther. Take me to heal my abundance to be protected uh, to infections. Take me to dream with, uh, uh, with the panther. Take me to heal my relationship with the earth and to uh, have enough abundance to be protected of infections, viruses, new strands, whatever you would like to program. And you should be repeating that until you fall asleep you will cross through four states. One, you will start feeling heavier. Then uh, you will feel like a stiff, a little bit in the hands, in the legs, because you are, and your brain is entering in what is named dream paralysis, the mechanism that our brain activates so that we don't act our dreams. Then mm-hmm. your temperature, while you're repeating, will start dropping uh, down like two degrees or something. That's why we normally dream um, sleep covered. And finally, when your conscious mind is, is making the transition to the unconscious mind of the dream, is when you start forgetting. For example, you, you are like, take me to dream with whom? And when you start forgetting what mm-hmm. you were repeating is that you are falling asleep. And that's okay. a, a clue moment to make more effort to, to remain. Because if you say, okay, no, Black Panther, and you keep on, those are very powerful hypnosis that uh, the most powerful because are so close to the unconscious mind in which, in which you are doing the inception of that archetype in order to get the result. So that would work amazingly uh, for the things that we are still dealing with in this time. Wow. You know that, um, and thank you for sharing that because I, I, you know, I I thought that it was, you know, I I like to practice, you know, in the evening, you know, just before that dream state, you know, recognizing that, uh, you know, it's a very important, you know, it's very important. I mean, I followed dreams, my dreams for years, written them down for years, and and so you know, I, I really pay attention to that. Now, I have, you know, not heard this particular you know, type of um, exercise before, but I'm, you know, definitely looking forward to, to trying it. I mean, you know, to, to doing it. The one thing that stuck out to me, it was like there was um, through much of the process, you're destroying the negative pattern or the negative, you know, the negativity, you know, all the way down to its its core cosmic, you know, origin. Um, so it's, it's, to me, it, you know, when it, it seemed that it was very um, uh, the, the the importance of destroying the source, you know, kind of 
comes out in this particular. I mean, that's one thing I would never noticed before um, is, is the idea of uh, you know destroying it again to the court. Now, um, with the, the Black Panther, is there any particular reason for the Black Panther? I mean, I, I think it's an easy thing because for people it, to visualize. But... It, it, it represents it represents the night. And okay, like we are entering, okay. and the night, like the right. force that we said, the the gap between your thoughts, the delta, the delta state of deep sleep that that we all have in the first hours when we fall asleep, that are like uh, you are sleeping but without dreams. That is when your body repairs, and when your body uh, grows, for example, hair, nails, and that. So by re- by having that panther is how the Mayans. And the Toltecs found that you could enter that, uh, okay. uh, like with an idea to that period, right. that uh, to heal yourself. And then the other is the moon that, for the ancient ones here, was the one that gave you fortune or misfortune. So you are telling like the moon, because it was obvious in the in the in the cosmos, the moon is waxing and waning. So it was like right. a sign of. Of fortune or, or of winning everything or losing it. So it's like asking the moon to bring you, that the moon actually are your dreams and your unconscious also, to bring you to the fortune. So it's just using an archetype. Wow, well, okay. Um, that's, uh, that, I, that's fascinating. Um, we have, let's see, 10 minutes, and there's, I think I want, I, want, I want to kind of close with the idea of, you know, what the Toltec prophecies kind of tell us for 2021. But before that, just to throw another, um, just another component um, of the ancient traditions, that there were four, there are four types of fire, and that our immune system works with one of these, young fire. So, um, and, you know, since everyone's, you know, in this year of COVID, is is looking at you know immunity, and so can you tell us a little bit about just a little bit about fire? I mean, just like you did with sun, um, and and in, in particular, young fire, um, how how that helps with the immune system? Yeah, of course. Um, in the old tradition, um, there were like um, all the elements. And many things, like we said, the day in the four, four main moments of the day, the moons with the different faces, they are split in four. So also uh, the, fire, the fires, and that are out, everything that what is important is to remark that everything is outside us and inside us. So for the ancient tradition, so uh, we have not exactly a fire inside us, but we have this heat of this energy that could be represented by the different fires. So the first one is the young fire. And normally now, if you see like these fires that, uh, for example, last year were in Australia burning all the, uh, the woods and that will happen in California or in, in any place in the world. Right. Uh, when that is happening and it's expanding, we know that the, is the young fire, the one that is there, because loves expansion and to grow and that. For example, in the human realm, uh, if we are full of the young fire, it, will develop, it may develop a cancer or something like that in which things grow without a control. And our immune system for now 
is working with that fire. That fire is also the one that makes war, that fights. And normally we have like the, uh, we know that our immune system fights against uh, cancer cells, against viruses, bacteria. But there are other ones. For example, there is like the, the feminine fire that it was said it was like the, the fire used to cook by women in the past in these groups with love that the, the fire that warmed uh, home. And that, that is the fire of tenderness also, or, 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 or of a good, in a, a good love in a constructive relationship. So uh, if we add that fire to the, to the immune system, that actually the, the concrete name in the ancient language of Toltecs and Aztecs for the feminine fire is Shantiko like a shant, so I don't know if it's a, it's, it's a coincidence or not, but it will be like <laughs> shantico. Mm-hmm. And in the way that you can, you can empower your, your immune system is just because the feminine side is our left side, it's just to call that fire to come. Of course, you're not going to see flames in your hands and nothing. It's the mind before matter. But if you just call... Right. Uh, being thankful at that for for Shantiko, the feminine fire, like saying "come, come, come," you will feel an energy that is coming to your to your left uh, arm or to your left hand. Then, if you close the hand and you take that left hand to your thymus that rules the immune system, and you command that also with the masculine fire that is needed and young, but to use the the feminine fire that transforms everything in home. Like the, so it, that makes the earth become your home. And if the earth is your home, then the earth will protect you and nothing that lives in your home will attack you. So that's the concept. And it's very similar to dreams, in which it says that all the dream is your mind. Uh, uh, not in out-of-the-body experiences, but in dreaming, uh, it's, it's our mind creating it. And if we raise the vibration of that mind to make harm everything, so then viruses and bacteria and that will respect you, and also you will get the best things from humans. That's a second fire. There, then there is a third one that is called the, the wise fire that is very famous because in many traditions, one god or the cyclop or or someone very special gave fire to humankind, that is knowledge. So that's a masculine fire. If you want to call it, uh, it will be with the right hand, but just asking the young fire to come. And then come, come, being really thankful on that. And then put also the hand in the thymus. And then your immune system will have the wisdom to sail and what do you, why do you need the wisdom? Because, if, for example, if a virus has mutations, new strands, and all these things will have the wisdom to adapt to them. So these are very easy exercises that may change your life. And recognizing, because then when my teachers were um, uh, showing me this, they say, for example, if you are in a dinner where everyone fights, that means that when you cooked, the one, the fire that came was the young fire, the one that expands, and then people 
begins like discussing on that. And if it's a very pleasant one, it's because the feminine fire came. And we can control that even in cooking. Just call the one that you would like to to come to your to your to where you cook, and that one will will be the one. And then you can even impregnate with the different fires the the food. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, it's just we could. There's just so much that uh, to learn from this. Um, we're, we're down toward the end of the show, so I want to uh, before we close. Can you maybe tell us? Um, how, I mean, because this the 2021 was obviously a, a a a marker, you know, for you know for this particular shift. Can you tell us how we can use uh, the Toltec prophecies or the particular energy um, to make this year 2021 the best that that, that we can? Um, yeah, of course. There are many ways. For example, the two ones that I have just explained, by calling the fires and that, it will be easier okay. in the immune system. Uh, but for example, even the feminine fire in the same place to help your relationships. Because now, a lot of people, because of the lockdowns and that, is, is uh, having uh, troubles uh, relating with others. So the, the, the fire of tenderness could help also in relationships. And from, 20, from May 26, with a moon eclipse that is happening and is the official entrance of the sun, a second feminine force is coming into action that would be the moon. The moon, apart from ruling the dreams that I gave the other exercise about dreaming, rules right. uh, fortune or misfortune, gives you everything uh, or takes from you everything. So what you can do is like, to, like calling the, the feminine fire with your left hand, call the moon. And begin calling, for example, the different phases. So, for example, if you are in between new moon to, to waxing, that are like six or seven days, then call the energy of new moon. So if you want new things to develop in your, in, in your life, take that energy in the hand to your forehead in order to like plant a dream with new things. Uh, for example, when it's full moon, uh, there is a, uh, you can call it exactly the same, the energy in the seven days of full moon between full and waning. And uh, to your left hand, and for example, the navel is the part of abundance. So to increase with the energy of the moon, your abundance. Uh, also, if, if one organ is not working and that, that has failures to put the hand in the area of that organ or in the seven days of the waning moon, call, call the waning moon to your hand. And for example, if you have uh, gastritis, or you can put it in the stomach, asking the waning moon to wane and minimize that, or to grow uh, certain things. For example, the waxing moon in the seven days, call it to your left hand and put it in your throat. That will increase your power, your self-confidence, or into the forehead, that is the area of good emotions to go back, like what we named in the tradition uh, paradise, uh, that uh, and the place of water. So you may be using all these forces in order to help the transition better. Wow. Well, excellent. You know, and, and we're, we're well empowered with what you gave us during the show to to do those. So 
I really want to thank you for your time, Sergio. I really enjoyed speaking with you, and and I've I've uh, liked your page on Facebook, so I want to continue to follow you and follow your journey. And um, thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. No, thank you to you. Such a pleasure. And I wish uh, there are very they look like very simple practices, but and they are simple to perform, but they are so powerful. I hope that many lives of your audience change. Uh, and thank you, thank you, Robert, for taking the time also to to share to spread the word. You're you're very welcome. Again, everyone, today my very special guest has been Sergio Magagna. Sergio Magagna, and uh, you can visit his website, which is www.sergiomagagna.com. S E R G I O. M-A-G-A-N-A dot com. And definitely check him out there. And again, if you use the platform Facebook, check out his Facebook page. Um, A lot of really good information. So everyone, I want to thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. And until we meet again. Thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Remember, our show is available as a free podcast from Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. To follow our show, visit our homepage at ByteRadio.me and select the platform you use most. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ByteRadioMe. Until we meet again, remember to be a bright light by bringing inspiration to your world and to the lives of those you touch. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.